0: Greetings adventurers, my name is Zach Coldiron, I am the Game Master for the Forge 20 Podcast, and we'd like to personally welcome you back. This episode is brought to you by The Last Waltz Media, where you can get all of your things related to dirt track racing. The Last Waltz Media is ran by my buddy Donnie, if you guys could go ahead and give him a like on his Facebook page his instagram and go ahead and give him a listen on his spotify it would mean the absolute world to us and i'm sure donnie would certainly appreciate it as well it's time to tap in to the next episode of tales of Lodrienth. yo what's up everybody welcome back to the forge d20 podcast i am your host and dungeon master Zach Coldiron, and we're here joined with Dalton, Raff, and Hunter, and we are continuing our Tales of Low Trianth campaign. Last time, uh, where we left off, the each of you continued on to the Goblin Camp to see what you guys could find to help you in your investigation on the death of Dallas Finstrom. And upon finding this, you all found some weird sigils and markings on the ground. And with Moros's divine sense, are able to trace uh, the potential origins of this magic into the Underdark. And when uh, each of you adventured down there, you all found a crystal ball lying on the floor, surrounded by walking brains. These walking brains, which tried to lure you deep into the shadows towards it. You all pounced on the opportunity to fight, and ended up clearing these things out, and discovered that this crystal ball you found on the ground that these brains were trying to consume the knowledge of was indeed, I guess you could say, a living being, but you guys aren't really sure. You all met Echo th- 231784. They claimed to be something called an official Intelligence... From the time before the great calamity in a city called Etherelius. You all decided to take this thing and ask it some questions, and you all discovered that these creatures that you all uh, this creature that you encountered devouring another townsperson in Polaria was indeed called a mind flayer. What this really means, you all are uncertain at this time, but it does help you in this investigation have this echo come travel with you, so uh, taking him in one of your pockets, you all head back to the town of Polaria, where after the night was beginning to settle, Korus and Echo had a private conversation. Korus was trying to discover what happened, and what he discovered is that these weapons that he can summon at will are... Loyal to something called the Red Water. With this information in his mind, now he headed straight to the tavern. Korus, you enter the tavern late at night. It's not bustling with many people. There are a couple people scattered about the tavern as you enter. Um, but what would you like to do at this time?
1: Uh, I clock is that is not the normal bartender. Uh. So I am confused by that, but I am, can I get just kind of a stock of who all's in here? Like, do I recognize any of these people?
0: You do. Um, You notice that there's a dragonborn couple sitting at this table over here. You actually, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure if it was you, but you did notice you were in the area at the time that someone was having a brief encounter with them talking about um, one of their cats who was uh, considered missing. Mm. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Uh stalk up to the bar.
0: Uh and as you go up to the bar, you do notice there's a change in bartender. There's a young uh human woman uh with long silky black hair. Um she's wearing a very loose fitting uh a black dress. Uh she notices you approach as she uh comes up to you. Ah, yes. Welcome. How can I help you? I need a room. A room to stay? Hmm. Well, usually we would direct our patrons who would like a place to stay
1: to, um... The old man gave me a room for the last two weeks. Just give me the same room.
0: Ah, you must be who he was talking about. She reaches under the table and hands you places a key.
1: Thank you. I'm gonna stalk, take the key, snatch it off the table, and I'm gonna stalk to the To the room. Unlock it. Open the door. Close it. And then lock it shut. Move one of the chairs. And put it underneath the handle. So that it doesn't turn. Completely barricading the door. Take out the cleavers. And I'm going to slam them both down. Into the table. Sit down in one of the other chairs. And just stare at them.
0: As you... Stare at the daggers. You can see this. After a certain amount of time of just staring at it. You can feel that there's always been this connection. Ever since you discovered these weapons. And you can just see now faintly. This red trail of magic. Beginning to emerge from the blades. That eventually dissipate after a couple feet. Straight up into the air, kind of going against the uh, stillness of the room. And you can just feel this feeling in your stomach. This pent-up anger and rage. Confusion, even. But you feel like, deep in this pit in your stomach where you're feeling all of this, there's also a fear of what this red water is. And that you may have to potentially come to face consequences of the actions you took many
1: years ago. And And that is how I will spend my night, is just staring at the cleavers.
0: As you stare at these cleavers, for hours upon hours upon hours, will shift over to outside the city gates of Polaria where Lloyd, Echo, and Moros took camp for the night. Can somebody, either of you two, roll me a d20?
2: Nat 20?
3: No shit. Oh, no. What? Nat 20 on the first roll of the day? You
0: guys have an uneventful night. It passes through as if nothing happened. As you wake up, you see the fire is out. The echo kind of just floating around the camp. Uh, and as you wake up, Ah, you are awake? He's kind of floating around you more or less curiously.
3: So what he is the point? He at him like a, like a fly. Yeah. You seem Get away from th- me. Backs up. I'm sorry, did I offend you? Too early in the morning to be that close to me.
0: Gets a little closer. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to invade your personal space. I am just here to help.
3: Help well, Lloyd. Morris like waves him away.
0: He goes over to Lloyd and kind of circles around Lloyd. Lloyd, are you awake? I'm awake.
2: What is your plan? Ugh. Well, first we gotta go find, course, and after that we should probably tell the interim mayor about our little issue. Mm. Yes, indeed. I would like to meet the mayor of this town. Are they a good person? They're all right. But you should probably stay in my pocket until we meet him.
0: All right, will do. And he shunts right into your pocket.
3: Was that within earshot of Moros?
0: Yeah, Yeah, you're only five ten feet away.
3: I thought we were going to keep him a secret.
2: Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, We don't necessarily have to take him out now or anytime soon, but eventually... We might, have to bring, we might have to reveal him.
4: As we do so with caution.
3: Morrow says, and then he readies himself for the day. And follows Lloyd.
0: As you all go through the brush, the heavy brush, finally getting back onto the main road that leads to the city of Polaria, you notice as you approach the city gates, it's usually covered in guards, but they seem to be on a skeleton crew. Even at this point early in the morning, that just seems a little off.
2: This is odd. I'm going to approach the guard here.
0: You see a tan human man with long brown hair and a long brown beard holding a spear. Ah, yes. You must be Sir Lloyd. I don't need to ask for your identification. Proceed. Um. Him. Sir, do you have your ID? He looks over at you, Moros.
3: I will approach the guard, or Moros will. Uh, he approaches the guard and shows him the identification. Hmm. No words, just shows him the identification.
0: He nods and hands it back to you. You all are free to roam about. Enjoy your stay in the city, Sir Lloyd. Bows. And uh, bows to you more yeah.
2: May I ask one question before I enter the city? Of course. Why are you the only guard here?
0: Well... I'm not the only guard here right now, and he points his spear up towards the top of this rook over here, and you see a guard standing by with a with a bow and arrow in his hand, kind of like looking off in the distance. Yeah, it's just me and Joe here uh today. There was um there was a break in at the Hemingway Medical Company last night. Uh I guess some bandits came in and stole something of high value. Uh Lord Callum went uh towards that way to check it out himself, and he brought... Yeah, but that's all I kind of know. I'm sorry, I wish I could help you out a little more.
2: That's fine, thank you.
0: Of course. Take care, Sir Lloyd, and, um, Sir Moros. And kind of gives you guys a head nod as he allows you into the city.
2: Well, Moros, I think we're gonna have to figure out what in the hell's stolen. Let's go gather cores real quick could be related to what we're dealing with currently. I just want to check if that's the case. If it's not, then we'll leave it to them. If it is, then it it will inevitably involve us.
3: Moros nods in agreement with a raised eyebrow like, "Oh, good point." And then uh motions for you to carry on. You follow you.
0: Which you all enter the very empty tavern.
2: All right, I'm going to Go up to the bar. Ah,
0: yes. Hello, welcome.
2: How can I help you? Did a big uh, man with horns walk through here, or come through here? Forgive me. A man with
0: horns. Ah, yes, yes. The the man staying in the room. Well, he would be located this way. But I tried to go back and get something from the room back there for my father. And, well, it was locked. I could not open it. It was a little frustrating. I don't know what's going on in there, but I really need what uh, this item from in there. So if you could help get him out. Uh, he can stay at night. I just need to get this one thing. Why does your father have a random object of his own in a guest room? Oh, it's it's my paycheck. It's literally locked in there.
2: Huh. It's quite weird. Yes.
4: Anyway,
2: I'd like a drink. Mmm.
0: Like a low shelf, mid shelf, top shelf? What you want? Top shelf. Top shelf. All right. You see your... Uh, reach from the top pour a uh, in a very maybe three inch high glass uh that is circular like or no or spherical in shape rather um pours a brown liquid in there uh maybe an ounce or two and slides it your way
2: cost you with a a silver all right I hand her the money all right place it on the countertop she
0: slides it Sticks it in a coin purse. Ties off the bag.
2: Alright, I'm gonna down the drink and then place my glass and walk towards, uh, Chorus's room. Alright.
0: Go ahead and roll me a constitution saving throw. 22. Yeah, this this does nothing to you. It's you're not, you're a little buzzed, but you're not, like, buzzed to where it's gonna, like, alter your perception or shit like that.
4: Why
2: is it spicy? It's spicy, Why is it spicy. All right, I'm gonna knock on the door.
1: Chorus. Uh, well, I guess you will hear heavy weight shifting, or well, not heavyweight, but weight shifting around. Uh, the scratching of the chair being lifted from underneath the handle, and then uh. The door will open. Or the clunking of the lock, I guess, and the door opens.
4: Is it morning? Yeah, it's morning. Alright then. Well, let's head out. I'm gonna walk out and join them. Alright, well, we're gonna be headed to the medical center. May I do an
3: inside uh, check on, uh, coverss like, appearance and general demeanor? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do an intelligence save there. My bad. Or check. Okay. Alright, insight. I just want to get a, like, a good look at him. Ten. Moderate. Meh.
0: Kind of hard to tell. You just met this person. Um, and you don't, you can't see their facial expressions, I mean, you might be able to see, like, small things, you know, with their, like, posture and stuff like that, but I don't think a 10 would warrant something like that. I'd feel like that'd be a little bit of a higher number. As you all walk through the town to the nigh-opposite side, um, you all reach the Hemingway Medical Company warehouse. Um, you see a bunch Jesus of Christ. guards posted up around here um, through the gate. Which you see is closed. You can kind of see like th- you can see multiple figures kind of looking like they're talking to each other through the holes in the wooden fence. But you can see two guards are posted up at the gate, and like every 15 to 25 feet, there's another guard posted up.
2: All right, I guess we will start to slowly approach.
0: As you slowly approach, with I'm assuming Lloyd is downing in the front of pa- the party at this time. You see the guards raise their hand up as if they're gesturing you to stop. Alright. Who
2: are you? You work here? I currently work for the... for Lord Callum. I show them the, the seal. You take
0: the letter. Ah, I see. Hand you back the letter. This is authentic. He nods. Alright. Let them in. You see, uh, the gate open. You can just hear the wood dragging across the dirt. As you can see on the other side, uh, two guards, uh, kind of just standing around watching, while Callum, who you see from the back with his, um, silver, uh, and red armor, is talking to a figure that he is clearly overshadowing, so you can't see who the figure is on the other side.
2: Is he currently, like, within, like, a deep talk with this person?
0: Um, as you approach, you hear more and more of the conversation, and you can see, "Wait, stop it right there. You hear Callum say, "Look, he's just staring. that's you got this off of your scrying eye uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, well, this thing was just staring." for 10 minutes look and you can see uh the other man he's talking to he does a big long motion with his arm and you could you don't can't see what they're looking at but there's some sort of like ethereal blue glow uh on their face right there he's staring and then look right when he leaves Follows him right over there. And he points to the building where they're keeping Dallas Finstrom's body, Lloyd. You would know that is the uh where the morgue is located. Sir Callum? ah, uh, turns around. Oh, Lloyd. Hello. He gives you a... extends a hand to shake your hand. I I shake his hand back. He nods. He goes and shakes uh, Chorus's hand, and then uh, Moros, he approaches you, and you can see, you know, he has a very stern look on his face, but uh, he extends his hand, and he then speaks to you. I want to apologize for how I acted. I've um, I've clearly not been in the right headspace, and I shouldn't be taking that out on other people. I'm sorry.
3: Moros lets a moment pass and then apprehensively reaches his hand out for a handshake and accepts it.
0: Gives you a nod.
3: saying, as he shakes his hand, it's best not that any more people lose their heads over such things. Let us forget the past. What's going on here?
0: Well, there was a bit of a break in last night. Look, and uh, you see as he... uh the man that he was talking to uh, Louis, you actually recognize him. This is the uh, shipping manager, Aurelius uh, who helped you uh, who helped lead you to um, Dallas's body. And you see, he's holding um, this uh, crystal ball in his hand that is completely translucent. Um, and it is projecting an image. Um, and you just see the landscape of the, the dirt out here in the Hemingway medical company. And you just see a very tall figure, staring at the scrying eye which you can assume was recording some sort of footage and transmitting it through arcane means now what All we right. were looking at is this is a possible suspect we don't recognize this person their figure but look what happens uh after 10 minutes they fast forward through the footage and you can see um that this figure turns into like a dust and this dust begins to flow in the direction of uh where the morgue is located um uh, this is just the first bit of evidence we we got we we actually this was reported missing only about 45 minutes ago. Um everyone was just getting ready for the day and <laughs> fuck me. <sighs> he sighs.
2: And what exactly was reported missing?
0: Uh, so what was taken is called a neurocirclet. Um it's used medically. When you place it on someone's head, it can conduct a scan of the brain and identify, um, things that shouldn't be in there. You know, sickness, disease, and it helps us determine, uh, diagnosis, uh, for what might be going on for sick individuals. And this is a very, very rare, expensive item. There's not many like it, and it's not very replaceable. We have no idea...
1: where it went.
2: Now why would somebody... want to steal this, aside from the money that you would get from selling it?
0: Uh... I don't know. Maybe someone who's really sick. Trying to figure out what's wrong with them. I mean, if it's one person, right? That could be a
2: possibility, but... I'm not sure. If this person was sick, couldn't they have just come here? Mm. that's true they could've but why didn't they
0: mm. He's, you see Aurelius kind of stroking his very like short goatee that he has
1: I uh nudge nudged Lloyd and the person wasn't sick it was um one of our friends, our our new, recently discovered. I'm I'm sure of it. I, who else would take something like this? Other than I don't know, maybe the, the defector. Defector.
0: You see, you hear Callum say, "Who is that?"
1: Don't know yet.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So it sounds like you found out some more information with what may have happened to my father. What did you find out?
1: Uh, I think we found a whole lot more questions than answers.
0: It's always like that, isn't it?
1: See him
2: biting his tongue a little bit? Yes, but of course. Why would they want this particular device.
1: I mean remember what uh what we learned about them their main source of uh nourishment maybe it's to
4: determine which ones are healthy. Maybe it's to make more of those little crawly brains. I mean, I don't know. But if anything's gonna use a device that scans the brain, what what else but a creature like that?
2: Do you think what maybe if... I could try to investigate the area?
4: Yeah, sure. It's
0: also related to the job you were hired for, which I appreciate you taking on. I never got to express my gratitude to you, Lloyd. Thank you.
2: Uh, No no problem. I was given quite the coin, so... Hmm.
4: I can
0: only imagine. Well, I'm going to do some digging myself. If you find anything out, let me know. Stay safe, gentlemen.
2: You see him walk away... Since I'm aware of at least the building, right? Can I, can we just go there, or? Yeah, you absolutely can. Alright,
3: there's a building following him.
0: As you walk by the building, you can see there's three, uh, groups of people here. Since it's on the way. Uh, two, uh, dragonborn and a human all talking to each other. And you just hear just, like, bits and pieces of the conversation, but it kind of goes like this. Why would they take the Neurocirclet? I mean, so many people could be using it today. I mean, it's really sad that someone would steal such a rare item. I know why can't we ever live in peace? Someone always has to do something wrong. It fucks over everybody else. and then, as you walk by, you can see two guards kind of like looking uh through the bushes, kind of seeing uh if they can find anything they're It looks like they're intentionally being fucking lazy and not really making trying to make it look like they're doing something. Um, But you guys are able to enter the building where the morgue is located. There it is. And it is, it's got a couple of guards in here. Um, They're kind of like scattered about, you know, looking at, uh, looking for signs of anything uh, around, but it doesn't look like they're able to find anything. But you guys can investigate this entire locale if you would like to. So where would you guys like to investigate first?
2: Well, I would like to ask one of these guards to see if we can check out the the room that the neurocirclet was uh, stolen at.
0: Okay, so you see a guard here looking through uh, a sack to maybe even find anything. He's taking stuff out. And he's he's looking extremely frustrated. And he like as you're approaching him, uh, he, he's there was a uh like some sort of like metal pan that might be used for some sort of medical equipment. And he just slams it against the wall and lets out a really heavy breath and turns and sees you, um, and kind of like checks himself as like shit. I gotta put myself
2: together. Uh, yeah, hello. Um, who are who are you? I'm Lloyd, I was here a few weeks ago regarding the goblin camp. Uh I was tasked recently with uh with a job to investigate the ongoings of what's happening around the city.
0: Oh, yeah yeah. yeah. I, I heard about um, you, sorry, I've just never met
2: you. Well nice to meet you. Nods. Now do you know which room that the Neurocirclet was was in?
0: Uh, as a matter of fact, I do. Um, you go around the corner, straight down the hallway here, and he points down this set of double doors. If you go through that set of double doors and you make a right, that's where the uh, neurocircuit was located.
2: Understood. Thank you.
0: Yep. <laughs> and you see him, like, walk towards uh, an area over here.
2: Right, doors. we're walking towards there, I'm going to whisper or kind of talk lowly to it. Not lowly, like, in a low pitch, in a low voice, to uh, Moros here, Moros.
3: Moros just kind of turns his head and looks at him, and you can eye contact is made, so you know he's listening.
2: Could you perhaps do that thing again that that you used to uh, help cra- whatever whatever it was
4: that we were going
3: through? Moros nods, cracks his knuckles takes off one of his gauntlets, kneels down to the ground again, placing his hands on the the flooring, whatever that may be in here, and then uses, I believe it's Divine Sense. Yes, I use my Divine Sense.
0: As you cast Divine Sense, what you can detect is nothing.
1: Besides, obviously, Kairos. Yes, correct.
3: Just looks at Lloyd after doing so. He looks up at him for a second, shakes his head, and then puts his gauntlet back on and stands back up. Nothing. Hmm. We'll have to use more traditional means of searching.
2: Ah, If only things were easy. They never
0: are. As you all go through the double doors, you can see uh, some parts later about here with tools. Um, You can see many items kind of like uh, all about. Um, You can see like what appears to be maybe some sort of experiment, like looks like someone was trying to like construct an arm made of metal, but all the wiring is like undone. Um, And you see another set of double doors on your right-hand side and you can hear someone rummaging through things on the
2: other side. All right. Is there like a window for the door or is it just, just a solid-ass door.
0: Um, there's, like, a very thin glass pane, uh, but very... It's very thin, but it's very tall, and you can see um, a guard with his helmet off kind of, like, rummaging through things, like drawers and the, and the likes like that. looks like there's many shelves where there's products stored and stuff like that.
2: All right, I would like to enter the room. You see the head of the guard
0: immediately turn around. Oh! Uh, hey! He just raises his hand. Wait, uh, you're you're Lloyd, you're Lloyd, you're you're the guy who who uh who took care of those goblins that uh, stole from here a couple weeks ago, right?
2: Yes. Oh,
0: dude, it's so nice to meet you. This is freaking cool. he uh, extends his hand, uh, to shake it like, and he doesn't even give you a choice. He grabs it and shakes your hand.
2: Can I insight check this man?
0: Yes, you absolutely can.
2: He's a little too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a plus one. Oh that, well, you can try.
0: We we'll see what happens.
2: If rolled a natural nineteen.
0: <laughs> a natural nineteen. Well, well, twenty. You could tell he's there's nothing Did. deceptive or off. He's just really fucking energetic.
2: Would you mind if I took a look around here, see if I could see anything?
0: Yes, of course. Sure thing. Take a look around. Um, by the way, if you're I'm assuming you're looking for where the neurocircle it was. You see that over there, right? And he points over. There's, like, a, a makeshift, like, person's head. Uh, and you can see that there's, like, an indent uh, of where the circlet was. And uh, you can see the shape of it. It's very thin, but there, it seems like there's a plate near the front, of where the front of the head would be on the forehead.
2: All right, well, I would like to, in- like, investigate pretty much the entire room.
0: Okay, so what are you investigating for?
2: Well, I'm looking to see if there's any type of markings, you know, so anything out of the unordinary. That's shouldn't. That's not typically. That shouldn't typically be present here. Maybe. Oh, thank God.
0: A twenty-four. Nice. Let's see. Hmm. So with a twenty as you're kind of looking around, seeing what you can find, um, you see that behind this fake <laughs> head, there is um, a very, very small amount of fleece stuck to it, because uh, there is a some sort of metal hanging out of the back of the skull, because uh, this thing looks a little busted up, and it looks like there's a piece of fleece.
2: Alright, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to grab it, inspect it a little. It's fleece. What color is it?
0: It's a very, like, w- it's like gray, but also like a mix of white and gray at the same time. Like a huge just right in the middle of that.
1: Uh, as he's searching on, I'm going to duck into the doorway and just kind of stand behind him now.
2: Let me let me enter this room so that way the guard can just continue on his business. He can't hear what I'm about to say. Or do. Come on, course. All right, I'm going to whisper to Echo. Do you think you can uh, scan this?
4: Hmm.
0: He observes it. Yes, one moment. And he scans, and you see this, like, blue, like, scanning, uh, kind of, like, image appear before you. Ah! This is a piece of fleece. Now, fleece has many capabilities and things it is used for. Uh, in particular, it's used for illusion magic as a, uh, means of projecting an image of oneself. Or whatever they want to make the person see. Um, you'll find that most wizards, uh will use it for that purpose. It's also used in many, many different ways to create fabrics of many kinds, which I'm fascinated by.
2: Great. That was helpful.
1: Well, we do know something so... that does
2: create illusions or changes its appearance.
1: Alright, uh, this wasn't me. I was with y'all. You know that?
2: No, I was talking about our little friends.
1: No, I... oh, yeah, true. I did. I did forget about them. So... Forerunner right now is looking like maybe the Defector. He's the only one I could kind of feel like gets any benefit out of it. Like from what uh, what Echo told us before, it sounds like the other Mind flares might have themselves their own little brain farm going. This Defector is really out by himself, then maybe it's him. Hmm. I don't know, though. I've been thinking... Just a little.
2: The, the Defector has this apparatus with him. Possibly. Possibly. In order to check people's brains, I'm guessing.
3: Wasn't the Defector
0: wearing a white robe? No, it was black lined with purple.
1: And we are under the assumption that the Defector, well, is the same Necromancer we saw.
0: You're correct, you guys are under that assumption at this time.
1: Those Mind players were awfully... Well, no, the... The Mind Flayers were the octopus, men.
2: Yes, uh, forgive me, I'm still not familiar with
1: The Crawling with Brains. The Crawling I Brains. Think, I don't think Echo ever gave us a name for them.
0: Oh, you're talking about the intellect of ours.
1: I yes, like yes, Crawling Brains yeah. better.
0: Well, crawling Brains it is, whatever suits your needs. And he pops back out well, of think, the, uh, back into his pocket.
1: I think it's... The Crawling I Brains, so. they were awfully close. I mean, they were... I mean, they were good trek from out of the city. And Echo did say that there was a base nearby. Echo, didn't could... you say there were, there were bases near all these craters?
0: Yes, pretty much. But they all connect to one larger base. Look here. Uh, wait, who has the image? Who has the image? I forgot. Oh, wait, I scanned it. And you see it uh, projected. Uh... Hmm. And you can see that there's one bigger one that's bigger than the other ones.
2: Well, yeah, it, it's, it still might have been a decent trek.
1: Shit! I can't ask Moros. I was gonna ask. The, I was gonna ask a paladin, but he's from so far out in the boonies. He didn't know one about the Goonies, or two. He didn't even know about the Age of Fallen Stars. Do you think you could talk with your god, Moros? Moros looks at you.
3: I don't think that's how it works. No, I could not do it that. Is? I, I don't want. I'm new to all this god shit. Uh, I mean, why don't you ask yours? I don't have a god. You just said you're new to this
1: god shit.
4: You're the first person I've interacted
1: with who actively serves and worships a particular god. I don't worship necessarily a god. Didn't you say you... Isn't the Wild Hunt a god? Or is that just a... a concept? More of a concept, really. There's oh, I thought it was one of them like, fancy names.
3: and things like that involved, but more of a concept of the hunt itself.
1: Gotcha, I thought it was, like, one of them fancy names of, of, like, you know, the, you know, them gods and them liking their titles and shit.
3: Well, there is a god who ordains the Wild Hunt, but there is not a specific
4: god that I worship. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, you... Hmm, uh, how, how do you get, uh, your, uh... Uh,
1: what, what would you call it? Um, I guess oracles of where you need to go. Like, is it just you mentioned a horn before? I know that. Is it just you, you, you hear a sound and it goes away when you reach the location, or is it like does it blow and then point you in a
4: direction? I, I'm trying to understand the best I can. Moros, you see him,
3: you see one, he, he kind of looks up at the sky like thinking how to explain this. Perhaps this is not the place to explain. Perhaps later. I could explain right. now, but it will take a great deal of
1: time. I was figured maybe, maybe you could call upon that horn and it would lead you in the direction of what we're hunting. But if that ain't how it works, then I, I guess we kind of just have to do it the old fashioned way.
4: Or just not old-fashioned way, yes. Alright, um... More crawling brains it is. Do we, uh...
1: By the way, we don't want to show this map to anyone, right? We want to, you know, keep this on the
4: hush-hush between us for now. I think until we figure... <clears throat> we figure who the... Who this defector really is. I mean we know what he is. But I mean really. Who he is. And what his goals are. I mean it was.
1: A pretty defining look. Honestly. It was kind of creepily similar to. My little. Scheme I got going on with you know the mask. And the
4: robes but. His was creepy and scary. Well, I'll say I'm not showing anyone this fucking map until this is all over. Well
3: done and over. I don't plan on sharing any of this information with anyone outside of the two of you. Mm. Echo's copy, you can do whatever you want with it, but the handheld copy, the one I have, not sharing.
4: (laughs) That seems smart. I don't think we want to be giving away all our, you know, secrets now. Well, if anyone... If these these things can... If the Defector and his kind can
2: deceive the eyes of the people and
4: blend into the society, I don't think sharing any of these of what we know is a good idea, so... Oh, shit, no. I, I just thought of something.
1: It's it's mean? the biggest trope in all. It's the biggest trope in every play you've ever seen. The villain is the person who hired us. The hell is the play?
4: <laughs> you mean, the hell's a play? The hell God damn it, you fucking
1: boony-ass kid. All right. It's... You know the arts, right? Like, you know, painting, writing, acting, singing, dancing...
3: Ah, yes, things for other people. It sounds very, uh...
1: The way you said other kind of felt like an insult.
3: More so for people who know how to do those
1: things.
4: I mean, no, you can watch them, you
1: know, you just enjoy them as like a, you know, as like a form of entertainment and stuff, you know? But anyways, getting ahead of myself, all the time in every single, you know, play, I mean, not every single, but in quite a number, the person who ends up being the, the villain of everything, who ends up being the master criminal, is usually either one, the person
4: researching the crime, or the person who hired the person to find out who did the crime. Ah.
3: Uh. If it's the person researching the crime, then it's one of you two. I mean, I don't—I
2: well, don't think no, it's any he, of us because he joined up on me. So I'm the one who was hired.
1: Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think it's any of us. I—I I, I have the utmost respect for you two, but uh, none of us are competent enough to get away with this. Ah, uh, let's
4: be real. I'm typically just a fighter. Morrow strokes his chin and nods. Ain't none of our specialties, you know.
1: Yeah, the only... Really in the thinking.
2: Skill I deception. have is to possibly see things more or better than other people. That's it.
1: You know, you, you got to find out for them details, but, you know, I, I don't think coming up with the plan is, your, you know, your strong suit.
2: No, I typically just run in. Who needs a plan? Uh, and you know, you can just kill everything. Same. You know,
1: I feel that, you know, makes sense. Makes sense.
2: I think this is why we all kind of work well together. We just kind of run in and kill things.
1: Don't trust the wizard is what I'm saying. Especially because he's a fucking wizard.
2: I think we head to the interim mayor.
1: We do not show him Echo. We do not show him the map. I think we mention the... The crawling brains and... Maybe that's where we... Got the information that they're, uh, about the name, the mind flayers for the octopus. Man. When was,
3: may I ask, uh, Zach, when was the, uh, when did they break into this place and steal stuff? Do we know that?
0: Um, no, you don't actually.
3: All right. Let me go ask somebody. Okay. That's what we need to do first. When you start interviewing, uh, I'm a just a little quick out of game. I'm going to mm-hmm. interview to see who was on duty. When the motherfucking thing was stolen. So we know who a list of potential witnesses and accomplices are. So we know who maybe to go to next. So, let's do that. Who's who's around? Who's the nearest person? Who do I see?
1: We had that guard up top we talked to when we first got here. Alright, come here, guard up top. Where the fuck did he go? Do you guys go? God, God damn it. Excuse me. You see
0: him walk out. Boom. And he looks over at you guys. Oh, what's up?
1: You did yeah, right wash it. your hands. I did. You want to touch them? I didn't hear no water running. I don't want to touch them, no. You got fucking piss all over them, you fucking dirty little guardsman. I took a shit. Oh, God, you got shit all over them, too? God. No, they're clean. <laughs> can uh-huh. we, can I'm we literally around medical <laughs> equipment, bro. Sorry, he just didn't wash his hands, and it's it's a it was very concerning.
3: Who's in charge here?
1: Uh here at the facility
0: well there's uh
3: who's in charge of this exact building the security
0: oh the building manager oh yeah 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 um so that would actually be the shipping manager Aurelius he uh he handles all that
3: and where is he
0: uh he's he was outside uh talking to Callum Vinstrum last i saw
3: another question who uh-huh. if you know who was on shift when this theft occurred.
0: Oh yeah, hey Greg, you hear him say? Uh, as you see a head turn around the corner over here, and you see this <laughs> guard through the double doors. What's up, man? Hey, man. You're on, you're on duty last night, right? Yeah, it totally was, man. What's up? Uh, these guys are probably gonna have some questions for you, man. It's weird, we're the ones being interrogated, even though we're guards, but, uh, yeah, you guys do whatever you need to do, I guess, sure. I heard you were here, uh, working for the Lord, so, alright, uh, I washed my hands, I am now going to keep investigating, he looks at you, Corus, as he walks by, and heads to this room right below. That dirty
2: bastard. why would he think it's weird that we're interrogating them when no one has seen anything and they're the only ones difficult. here on guard. Uh, god,
3: uh, god, god think, behavior they don't like independent investigations you know they want everything handled internally so they can you know take care of each other that kind of thing i would uh, know yes. a paladin
4: yeah
1: you're you're not wrong that's, that's very concerning but i think it was more weird in the more i rent ironic fo- uh form that uh, he just walked through the door he's Moros, we gotta get you better at associating faces with names. I mean, I understand this man might be one of the most generic-looking people you've ever met, but... He gives a thumbs up.
3: So generic, you might as well be a black silhouette.
1: I (laughs) mean, you gotta at least remember Bob's name. It's Greg.
3: Yeah, Um, that's right, Gene. That's his name.
2: To be fair, I keep forgetting my employer's
3: name. It's it's Greg. Shut up, Jim. Greg's We're not our employer's name. He looks sad. All right, Timothy. It's my great. question. Interrupt me again, and this interrogation will be taken into a much smaller location where we'll no, be one-on-one. On no, no,
0: one. no. You're going to address me by my name. That is so rude.
3: Moros looks right at Chorus and looks he right pounce. at Lloyd. And he says-
0: He looks scared, though. I
3: warned him and he grabs Greg and <laughs> takes him right into the fucking bathroom
4: oh well here we go he just
3: grabs him and throws him in there with him shutting the door behind him
1: Carlos is going to step in front of the door with his back to it oh well looking <laughs> all big and imposing he's, as possible he's trying to
0: like
3: fight off of you but he can't seem to break your grip I open hand smack him across the face and then backhand him
4: where are the no drugs? Fuck
3: is
0: right. And he tries to swing on you. He's gonna do a <laughs> <laughs> He's he's
3: he's fighting back. He's he's go for it. Go for it. Let's, fight back. let's go swing back. Watch what happens.
0: Alright, let's uh fucking uh he's actually trying to punch you, so
3: I'm just gonna bitch smack the fuck out of you Nineteen plus two. Uh twenty one. Go ahead.
0: Uh, you take one point of bludgeoning damage.
3: All right, I go ahead and I cast Channel Divinity and Snaring Strike, and then I'm going to also uh, smack the hell out of him. <laughs> um. So. Oh, that's damage. What the hell? What uh the oh! Hell? Damage. No, oh, you rolled okay. uh,
0: <sighs> As you try, i I'll keep going, and he oh, shifts right small. out of the way. Oh. And now he's going to try to break free of your grapple. Um. So strength, strength. Ooh, not good roll. 11. 18. 18, so you still have him grappled, but you completely lost your balance trying to hold him up and uh, try to punch him with the other hand. It's a little harder. Uh, okay. Instead of punching
3: to... him, I'm just going to grab him, and I'm going to Mira. stick his face into the toilet.
0: <gasps> oh my god! Put, put him in the fucking... <laughs> Right over
3: here. You- I stick his face right into the toilet. He's trying to fight off. <laughs> <into> <laughs> <the toilet. laughs> I'm not putting <laughs> it quite in there yet. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, speak to him now.
0: Huh. Uh-huh. Huh. Huh. Keith,
3: whatever the fuck your name is.
0: It's fucking Greg, you Greg
3: asshole. In front you. I stick him into the fucking thing. I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna drown him to death. I'm going to drown him to death. I'm going to kill this guy. I'm not even fucking with you guys. I'm going to kill this guy because oh, I'm no. just so fucking annoyed at this point. I'm not even fucking with you. Out of character. I'm literally going to kill this man. <laughs> I'm gonna drown him. I stick his face into the fucking the puddle. I stick his face right oh. into the fucking toilet.
0: Hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna cut to this uh-huh. real quick.
1: Nothing. It's my my buddy's taking a I, shit, and it's 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 it bad. It you don't want to go in there.
0: You sure about that? Roll me a uh-huh. persuasion or deception I'm check.
1: Very, Your choice. I'm I'm very sure you do not want to go in there. It's it's bad. It's listen. He doesn't he doesn't live in cities. He's from like the he's from like the super boonies. This man didn't even know who the Goonies were. It, it, what
0: he didn't yeah, know it's, who it's the bad. fucking Goonies were? Listen,
1: let me let me put it this way. When when I first met him and I first got to his camp, this man was eating unskinned squirrel blackened. Disgusting. Charred. Disgusting. This this man is a heathen. His his colon is torn to shreds it is a literal war zone like imagine if six warlocks and like seven wizards got in a room and all casted fireball and lightning storm and like cone of cold and shit all into one point that's his that's his like bowels so you do not want to go in there
0: yeah you uh you have fun with that i'm gonna go keep looking where greg was looking
1: I think I think I saw him go uh, go outside the building. I think he was going to take a smoke break or something. No,
0: smoke break. Why did he start smoking? I don't know. We have I to take drug he tests.
1: He just he just went outside. I mean, he just went outside. I assumed oh, it was for like a union guy. mandated drug t- like smoke break, but.
0: Oh my god! I got I gotta go. Oh, man, he he used to use all the time. Devil's weed. I mean, not good. I don't. I don't. I'll be back. I don't know if He's running Jamaica, out the door.
1: I didn't. Oh god. <laughs> I poked my head into the room. Hey, uh, hey guys, just learned our, our, our buddy, uh, our buddy, uh, Gilbert here uh, apparently used to be a user of the devil's weed. So you know, you might want to use that against him. Maybe you know, insinuate that we caught him smoking.
0: All right. So, Morris, you said you're trying to actively drown this man. So, every six seconds, he's definitely going to try to fight out of this. So, if you can.
3: No, I said out of character. I'm actively trying to drown this oh, man. You're... I'm not in character. Oh, uh, right okay. Now. I'm. I'm, I'm... Hunter's Hunter's trying to drown this man. Moros may not be, but Hunter wants to fucking kill him. Hunter's <laughs> Hunter's sick of this dude getting annoyed over his fucking name. Like I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. Like I'm <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking drowning. I'm gonna divine smite this motherfucker in about two seconds if he doesn't fucking shut up about his stupid fucking name. That's why I'm sticking his head in the fucking water. All right, all right. Is his head in the water? It can is near the water.
0: You can hear all <clears> right, <throat> <throat> like the burbling of water.
3: I'm gonna look at Lloyd while his head's underwater for a second, I'm gonna pull his head up, then stick it back in so he could get a gasp of air as I'm asking him a question. Pull his head up, stick it back in, and then I uh, look at Lloyd. I'm going to ask him one more time to answer a question. If he goes on about his name one more time, you are going to have to physically pull me away from this man before I kill him and break my oath, do you understand? I guess. Very well. I pull him up. Okay. Ignoring the name thing. We're going to go with strictly he-him statements in this moment. They, you, I don't want to hear about your name. You don't want to hear me call you by your name, whatever it may be. If not, your head in the toilet, you drown. Now, I know you smoke the devil's lettuce, whatever this is. You were caught with it. I know who you're getting it from. And I'm going to go after them. Unless you do a few things for me.
0: He's just sitting there silently crying.
3: Look at Lloyd. Maybe you should ask him a question. Maybe he doesn't understand. Speak slowly.
2: All right. Terence Bartholomew, where were you when the neural circuit was stolen? Working. Where? Here. Where in here?
0: Outside at the gate.
2: And you heard no disturbances? No. Alright. How long ago was this? 16 hours ago. Was anyone inside the building? I don't know. How do you not know if anyone was inside the building? I was if you're outside the place? gate.
0: If you're gonna treat me like a fucking trash can? Not going to give you anything that you want.
4: Okay,
3: back in the toilet you go. And I stick his fucking head back in the toilet.
0: He's going to fight back. Uh, He's not going to take this shit. Ooh, bad roll. Three. Three.
4: Uh,
3: I look at Lloyd.
0: His body just starts to go slowly limp and limp.
3: I'm going to go until he goes limp. basically unconscious and then let him go. And you do so. Pull him out. He's uh, Is he passed out? Let me... Is he passed out?
0: Uh, go ahead roll me a medicine check.
3: Pretty sure I've got like a divine sense thing for this whether somebody's living or not. But let me do
1: this uh, medicine
3: check just in case I don't need
1: to pull part something. Are the Asians? I do I mean, believe so. How,
3: how, how bad do I have to be to not know if somebody's breathing or not?
0: <laughs> it's pretty easy. Most people know how to put two fingers on the neck, try to f- discover if there's a heartbeat. There is a heartbeat, they're unconscious.
1: Okay. Uh, do we uh, want to swap up tactics real quick? I got an idea. I poke my head in as I say this.
2: Good card, bad card?
1: Uh I well, think more like you two take a step outside and uh I I work my magic.
3: Morris just kinda of sighs, stands up. By all means, take care of Don't worry. Ronald or whatever his name is.
1: You two uh you two just wait at the door, make sure no one comes in. Uh and if you hear any wait screaming don't open the door.
3: Oh, if you kill him, please just
1: uh, He he won't be dead. I can't say much for his mental state afterwards. And I'm gonna close the stall door and I'm gonna lock the stall door and I'm gonna You know, turn him around I couldn't
3: just answer one or two simple questions, so you had to go and out... fucking get upset about his name. <laughs>
1: I'm going to take out a towel, I'm going to dry off his head, you know, clean up his face and stuff, put it back in my my backpack. And uh, I'm going to take off the mask and let the skinless visage of Chorus, some like bleach white bones. Uh, If you've ever seen, if you've ever seen what a bull's skull looks like, it's terrifying. It it's ap- it's absolutely horrifying what they look like uh i highly recommend looking up a picture if you've not seen one to kind of get an understanding of this image the snout extends into like 3 points at the end uh and the lower jaw comes out at like a sharp angular point and it looks like a terrifying creature like it, it looks like what you would think a-, a wendigo would look like it's horrible uh And I'm going to slowly wake him up. (coughs) he coughs, a little bit of water comes out.
0: (gasps) He lets out the loudest, most blood-curdling scream that you probably have heard in a long, long time. And immediately, Lloyd and Moros, you see uh the guard you guys um talked to who was in the room uh where the circlet was stolen come out what the fuck was that what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck what's going on? what there's a
2: scream what are you what what are you talking about you didn't fucking hear that Sorry, I was locked in conversation with my friend here, Morse. I wasn't paying attention to much else.
0: Roll me a deception or persuasion check.
2: Can I roll a perception?
0: Uh, Persuasion or deception?
2: <laughs> 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 oh, well, they're both the same thing. Oh, thank fucking God. Mm. Huh.
0: It sounded like it was coming from around this area. I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. If you guys hear anything else, let me know, okay? And then we'll cut back to chorus. And you see this terrified
1: look on this guy's face. And I'm taking the rag I used to clean him up, and I'm shoving it in his mouth. <laughs> no. You're gonna listen close. You're going to do what I say. Do you understand? (laughs) Nod for yes. Shake your head for no. He's shaking it very fucking fast. Up and down, he's nodding his head? Yes. Good. Now. Now. I have been requested for my services by some very important people. And at the end of the day, they don't give a damn what happens to a measly little guard like you. So I can have my way with you if I want to. And ain't nobody gonna say a word to me.
4: And you're gonna answer my questions. You can answer them quick. You answer answer them fast answer some
1: concise. Do you understand? Nod your head for yes, shake it for no. Alright, roll me an intimidation check with advantage, please.
2: He's gonna roll. Twenty
1: one. Okay. He nods. Good. I'm going to take the rag out. You scream, you die. Okay. The night of the break-in. Who was in the building? Okay. Please, you can't tell That's... anybody. buddy. Please. Nobody's going to know but me.
0: Someone paid me some a good amount of coin. I'll let them in and it could it help me no longer be a garden anymore. I could buy a farm. Live on a property with my wife.
2: <laughs>
0: and you seem kind of laughing but dream. also terrified. I didn't know who it was. It was a hooded man. He had a brown robe and it there was this blue flame on his chest i
1: had never seen anything like it before i didn't know who the fuck he was but he had a lot of money blue flame by blue flame do you mean it was like an actual flame or was it like a symbol of a blue flame it was a
0: symbol it was like stitched into his his robe
1: all right paid you how much money did it pay you a hundred gold that's a good bit of money it's hard to turn that down now despite my looks at one point I was just like you a humble man looking to settle down with his family but just like me You've done gone and fucked that all up now, haven't you? He starts whimpering even more. Do you understand what you did? <laughs> Do you understand what the device that was taken does?
2: No, I didn't think they were gonna go in and steal that. I didn't think that was gonna happen.
1: Oh boy. Was your first mistake. Trust in anyone. And as I say this, the face is gonna morph and shift into a normal Minotaur face. Especially me, you dumb fuck. <laughs> now, what you're gonna do is you're gonna stand up, be a fucking man, you're gonna go to your commanding officer and you're gonna omit what you did wrong. Do you understand me? Because if not, I'll fucking drag you there myself and I'll take a goddamn hand with it. Roll me a
0: persuasion check or intimidation check with advantage.
1: Intimidation. Natural nineteen or ooh, natural one. Take that natural nineteen. Yeah. He, he nods. Good. Now stand up, dry them tears, and we'll walk out together. Do you understand me? Nods again. Let's go. And I'm gonna knock on the door, let them know I'm done. We got it. Uh, as I put, as I'm putting back on the mask over the normal bull face, and I'm gonna walk him to uh with Moros and Lloyd to uh to Callum.
4: Now, our boy right here took a little bit of bribe money
1: to let a man in. He's gonna turn himself in like a good citizen, and he's gonna do his time for the deed he did. I don't imagine it'll be anything too severe, probably, but a few, maybe a year or two in jail with some community service time. But we got some information out of it.
2: Are you sure that device was quite
4: Useful? Yes, but... This man didn't do nothing that no other man wouldn't do. Go on. I'm done. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I'm done.
1: As you bring him out and you
3: say that uh, piece of information, Greg's kind of like walking beside... Uh, chorus and Moros is walking behind. He's just going to say, Well done, Greg. A very smart decision, I'm sure.
4: He just scolds oh, no, you. The
1: bo- He's staring daggers don't, at you, Moros. Don't tease the boy too much. He's done had a, a fright for the rest of his life. That'll haunt him till he dies. Let's go, boys. We got We got a crime to solve. I guess we're gonna go find Callum. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: Boop. There you are. Alright, now, where the fuck did Callum go? I think I see him, boys. Let's go. I'm gonna walk, start walking.
0: As you start walking over, going down the trail, you see Callum talking to some guards and he turns over and sees the three of you and Greg and Tote.
1: Uh what's what's up? Figure you gonna wanna out? send uh you're gonna wanna send these boys away real quick.
0: Uh what do you mean?
1: Some sensitive information has come to our attention. Hmm. He gives a head nod, and the
0: other three guards nod, and they uh they go uh, towards the front gate.
4: Well,
1: go on, Greg. Why don't you tell our good friend here what you did, sir? Hmm.
0: I um. I I accepted a bribe. I let somebody in last night. you just see Callum a look of disappointment on his face shakes his head and you couldn't just come out and tell the truth it's a shame I'm disappointed alright of course I'm gonna need your help we're gonna have to chain him up we're gonna have to arrest him for taking a bribe this is uh in a What's way
1: that? this is uh Definitely a collaboration of theft. Before we uh, before we get to that, yep. You think you could, uh, you think you could, old oh, old oh, old oh, Greg, you think you could uh, draw us what you think that symbol looked like? By the way, that you were telling me about symbol. All right.
0: Well, and you see, Greg gets on his hands and knees, and with his fingers in the dirt, is drawing a picture of a very
1: brightly burning blue kindling flame. According to old Greg here, this flame was blue and was uh, emblazoned on the rogue man's chest that he accepted the money from. Hmm. Interesting. And, and make no mistake, this was not a small amount of money. He, he says it was over 100 gold. This man has money has power. I think I got an
0: idea who it might
1: be. Alright, and uh, you know, as I'm sure you're used to. At least where I'm from, we would uh we would take cooperation into account when dealing out punishment. So don't be going and cutting this boy's hands off now. No. Uh, some labor will do him some good. Yep.
0: Alright. Let's get him, uh, chained up and, uh, pass him off to the guards. Um. We probably need to talk in private. Mm Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. Meet me at the front gate tonight. We'll talk more. I, uh... I got some plans, so
1: I got to... I'm going to I'm going to regroup with everyone.
0: Nod's taking uh, Greg away.
1: All right. That's lead number one into lead number two. Uh, It's got... I don't know what that symbol... Actually, would I know what that symbol is, having been alive for so long? Roll me a history check. Would wow. I be familiar with this? Maybe. Oh, I have a minus one. A history this is going to be bad. Uh, a, a 12.
0: 12. You've come across this once before, but you were never sure what you certainly saw. You remember seeing a bunch of uh, men dressed in robes, uh, very similarly, um, you know, in your adventures. You've been all throughout the uh, Kingdom of Elikor, and you notice that you've seen these um, cloaks uh, more towards the south in a city called Port
1: ashtalon So, I didn't quite recognize it when he was talking about it when he drew down out on the ground there. At, uh, I don't know what it's for, what our organization is for, but when I was a bit of a younger man. Uh, there were quite a number of these cloaks. You know, this symbol is quite often seen down in Port Ashalon. so I don't know if either of you have been there before. Re- more recently, this was uh, quite a while ago for me, you
4: know. So. I don't know if in y'all's travels you've uh, seen some or not.
3: Seen what, I'm sorry?
4: The blue
1: kindling flame. Probably not you because of where you came from. I'm I'm going to,
3: I'll go ahead and just do like a brief history check and see if maybe I've seen it before.
1: I'll do the same. Yeah, because it was, what was it? It was to the, so it was to the very south in Port Achtelon.
3: A 17 and a 3, so a
1: 3. We are not smart boys. Yep
0: uh that you don't know um let's see here and you rolled a 5 lloyd yeah uh yeah you guys have never seen this
1: before in your lives mm. so it's either i mean is it something i'm trying to think man this shit's so confusing i used all my goddamn brain power on that little interrogation stunt in there Oh, my head hurts. I'm fresh out of ideas, boys. Y'all got anything?
2: Honestly, things keep piling up and I just, I don't know where to go with any, any of this.
1: All right. Well, I think before it gets tonight, we go see the mayor, the interim mayor. We talk to him, tell him about the mind flares, leave it at that, and then at night we meet up with old Callum boy,
4: and we talk about this, and we go from there maybe, and decide to what me. to do
1: next. I mean, that's all I can think of doing, unless Moros. Do you think? Do you feel your your wild hunt pulling you in a different direction, or
4: do you, do you feel like you're right where you need to be? Moros just looks at you. That's
3: not that's not how it works. Once again,
4: God but... damn it! I'm trying to figure it out, but it's
1: it's still confusing to me.
3: <laughs> well, God damn it,
4: Moros! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, dang it!
3: Well, I'm tired kind of looking for these mind players, Grandpa. Well, <laughs> <laughs> today, man. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Morris has no idea what to, um has no gripes or quarrels with where we're going, what we're doing next. So he just simply uh nods in agreement with the current course of action.
1: You and uh, you and you know you and old Callum boy, you are ain't gonna you know come to blows are you i mean last time he did mention wanting to make amends i wasn't sure if he quite got that across today we can mutually coexist you know what see when you say that you say that and i feel like mutually coexist for you means you won't stab him in the head you'll just stick it through his gut
3: Mutually coexist means I won't go out of my way to harm him, despite my inhibitions towards Greg. Yeah.
4: You. I wish, wish just, I, I
1: wish the man would
3: have I would have I wish the man would have just went with the whole stick for a moment there. I really didn't want to do that to him, but a man's pride cost him. He could have just given me what I wanted and not get locked in the room with the giant man, but no. He goes and he wants to... Yes. Oh, you have to say my name. Say my name like he's some sort of noble or something. You're a fucking town god. Get over yourself. Oof. You're out number three to one with a literal minotaur and a... a huge fucking minotaur at that. A knight. Oh, well, thank you. And a man who looks like who who looks like he slits throats in the night
4: as his day job how does that make sense it doesn't that's exactly the point but no you know what no. I,
1: i'm starting to realize we kind of got to work on our public image a bit we are terrifying
4: to look at like we uh, are not a inviting bunch i mean public image. I wouldn't say we're that that bad. I mean, look, dragonborns walk around. I I mean, what? Dragonborns. Like, half the continent is
1: dragonborn. Exactly. I I mean, I I don't understand what the point you're
4: trying to make is here.
1: Do you think they're... Do you think
3: they're not a little intimidating?
4: No, you don't. You don't think they just
1: look like, like you know, cute little scaly lizards that well, despite walk on two legs? The
3: shockingly. Uh, never mind. Uh, I'm going to stop myself right there. I'm going to stop myself right there. I mean, out of game. Had to st- uh, You can. <laughs> Zach, you're going to want to cut this one out. Can we Can we make a moment to cut something out? Can no. I, can I say something? No. Okay. I, say it. I was going to say a
4: statistic oh joke, goodness. but I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it.
0: No. <laughs>
4: you can tell us
0: after the stream, for fuck's sake.
3: I'm, I'm live on Twitch.
4: Twitch.
3: I said I will. That's why I said, so "Stop for a second because I almost sent it. I was gonna fucking, but I just. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep stop it safe. I just don't. I'm, you just you set up a whole nother line of things with that one. Please don't. Please don't. I don't. I mean, I, I really don't want to get into like eugenics moros here. Okay, like I don't.
1: Listen. All I'm saying is, I look at a dragonborn and I see like a little pet. You know, they small little people who you know they just got scales dragonborn, on them.
3: They're good people, I'm sure. But they come here. They bring. The absolute worst of them.
1: I mean, uh, I mean, Mor- moros. Well, I don't know why you're talking like that, but also the drag, like, this is their continent. See, that's
3: that's really nationalist of you.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. It, it, this is, I mean, we're the foreigners here. <laughs> yeah, I'm in character again. Nah, this is all in case more. Going. Corus corus
4: don't fucking <laughs> he's so confused by this. To me they look like scaly giant lizards. Yeah, but I mean With you don't horns. like you don't you don't think lizards are cute? Not really. Oh. Huh. Maybe that's a maybe that's a minotaur thing. Maybe that's
1: just like a maybe that's a like, a, an us thing, like, things that are just smaller than us, we kind of just always assume everybody thinks is cute. So, I mean, that
4: that's kind of how it usually goes. Would you say that about a goblin? I mean, I guess it depends on the goblin. Hmm.
1: Like a, like a little baby goblin, yeah, but if it was, like, a, a full-grown goblin, nah, because then, then they get into, like, that creepy territory where they've probably, like, kidnapped a bunch of women and stuff.
2: I mean baby goblins, they kind of grow up in like a week
1: I mean yeah but for that like week period they're just like oh baba gaga and shit and you and
4: know not baba gaga they're more like I mean I know, don't, after I don't... after after a day they they're, they're already with a dagger in their hands I mean I don't know. I'm all I'm all, all my all my assumptions are based off of like plays and shit. Oh. Well. I, I killed them so. I mean, I mean know we a all bit. we all kill goblins now. We just did it. Or are you like a special little like goblin killer like they give you a title for that? No. Why'd you say it like that? Because I don't have you a title. embarrassed?
1: That sounded like you were trying to hide something from me now.
4: Think you a funny little some, nickname?
2: I did some research on goblins. You know, I went into their dens, and that's why I know that the
4: babies, even though they've only been alive for a day, would pick up a dagger and, you know, stab you in your ankles. That's, you know what? That's fair. At least you did your research. Oh, hey, look, we're at the we're at the mansion
1: already. God, <laughs> <Scott>, I just
0: <laughs> <laughs> this whole sidetrack is
1: fucking. <laughs> yeah, just while we're walking there, we might as well make it while we're walking.
0: Oh my god, y'all are fucking trip. All right, let's see here.
2: Why the Holy fuck? shit, I'm huge.
0: Holy shit, this map is
1: way. All right, so it gonna... is moisty fucked, though. And then let's add...
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh. As you all approach the. um <laughs> I'm so big. Manor of uh, where it's all staged, you see two guards posted up out front as they kind of like meet. You meet their gaze as you guys are walking towards them. They notice you stopping. Uh, hello. State your business.
1: Hmm. Uh, I I nudge Lloyd. Go go on now. This this your this is your your
4: job. Uh, I'm on, we just here to follow along. Lloyd. Sorry. What's happening?
1: You're you getting us in the door.
2: Oh yeah. Uh, reaching in my pocket, and pull out the 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 mayor's uh seal.
4: Mm.
0: All right. You're permitted to enter. Go ahead, and he opens the gate for you. All
1: See, right. I knew you. I knew you were some kind of like special goblin killer. Now, do you Lloyd, hold, on, hold on? Hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. Stop. He stops you, uh, Chorus.
1: I need to see yours too. You son of a bitch. You didn't give me one. God damn it. All right, go. Well, wait, wait, listen, no, I'm these, working with these the old that
2: I've, I've hired to help me with the mayor's work.
0: He looks at, uh, Chorus and then at Moros and then looks back at you, Lloyd. Alright, just don't cause any trouble. Understood. Let you all through. Gives you all a head nod as you walk by. The door is unlocked. We will enter. As you enter, you see Lord Itzal sitting at a table, uh, alone. Uh, looks like he's eating some sort of meal by himself. He looks up. Oh, Lloyd, it is good to see you again.
1: I, I see you've got
0: friends.
2: You as well. Out of everyone so far, these are the only two I think I can trust.
3: Well, that's good.
0: You're gonna need as much help as you can. Um, You see him I, kind of wipe I his hands I try hands to off. sit in
1: the tiny chair.
0: He walks over to you, of course. I am it's solid It is a pleasure to meet you.
1: Um, I'm, I'm Chorus, and I like awkwardly shake his hand.
0: And, uh, you, ah, Tiefling, it is a pleasure to meet you.
1: Oh, thank God. I thought I heard, ah, Tiefling. I was like, God damn it, not again.
3: <laughs> I nod curtly or shake his hand, whichever he Sh- does. If he walks up to me, I shake his hand.
0: Yeah, shakes your hand. Well, it is a pleasure. Now, is there something I can help you, uh, gentlemen with?
2: I think we found what killed Sir Dallas.
1: Oh. What have you found? I'm sorry, what now? That's what this was about? I thought we were looking into the murders.
2: They're all connected.
1: All all right, all right. Okay, then.
2: Well, well,
1: sir,
3: Mayor. Wait, 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 wait. Out of character, what are we telling him?
1: We're just
2: telling him about the Mind Flayers.
1: Yeah, we're just going to tell him that we found out about the Mind Flayers through the, uh, through the brain, uh, the crawling brains. Okay,
3: so that's all, that's all good. We're all on the same page, that's cool? Yeah. Okay, go for it, full send it. I was just making sure we weren't saying too much.
2: So there seems to be a mind flayer problem.
4: flayer? What is that?
2: Creepy octopus humanoid beings that eat brains.
1: Oh god. They got like crawling brains for pre- for pets too. It's it's real weird. They call they like they speak and everything like telepathically. They refer to them as masters. It's, it's it's creepy. One of them tried to suck my
4: face off. Interesting. Well, what
0: else? What else? You you must have found out more. What else have you found?
1: Uh, I mean, well, I- I we're think still that looking into That's intimate. about it, right?
2: But as of as of now, the hole in the back of Dallas Vanstrom's head is more than likely caused by the pot lab, those things puncturing and eating his
1: brain. Yeah, they got, like, tentacles for, like, face arms. It's real weird.
0: That sounds hideous. I... What what do we do? Is there a way to kill these things?
2: I mean, you can kill them any, any other way you would kill anything. It's more of I... identifying these things... To be the problem. I see. You're a wizard, you're familiar with illusion spells.
0: Oh, yes, I studied uh, quite a bit of illusion magic back in my day, but
1: never was very good at casting it.
2: Okay, so imagine Alter Self.
1: I. I he, you would, uh. I mean. Put on these creatures. You wouldn't necessarily want to use Alter Self. I mean, you could it make for like a more physical transformation, but you could get away with doing the same thing with. The, sorry, Illusions my specialty. I I apologize. I kind of go off about it sometimes. I'm I'm gonna just shut up now. No,
0: no, absolutely. If you're an expert,
1: maybe you can provide I, some insight. I'm, it's not really like an expertise. It's just what I'm kind of good at. No. It's just you wouldn't use Alter Self when you could get away with using Disguise Self. It's a bit, you know, a bit cleaner, a bit. No,
0: I see. It's
1: not as like, it's not as like physically changing, it's not as good, but it uses less resources, not anywhere near as expensive. I'm going on a tangent now, y'all gonna stop letting me talk, please. Well.
0: Is there anything else that you found out? Mind flayers. I'll have to look more into this, maybe see if there's some sort of secret knowledge I don't know, maybe there's... There's got to be some information about them out there, right?
2: I'm sure there is.
1: Uh, group huddle, real quick. Group group huddle. Group huddle. I gotta gotta, gotta ask a question. I'm gonna pull everyone in. Duck real low. Do we want to tell them where we found them at? I mean, that information don't seem to be too, like... I don't think too important, but just like mentioning the crater might be good.
3: Yeah, not the location of other craters, but that crater, them being from there. That would make sense. No, I'm right. talking out of character. I need to be speaking in character. Yeah, <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right. All right, all right. Yes, and, warning um, them of the crater would be a good idea.
4: You on board for that, Lloyd?
1: Yeah.
3: Alright, and uh, uh, make uh, sure we also warn them not to investigate the crater though. Like don't go in there.
1: Just Yeah, keep we'll tell an them eye on the it. big old snake was in there and that it was like real aggressive. Alright. All right. And break. Okay. Uh, um well Sorry, it just felt appropriate. Um
2: Well the other information we have is there is a crater not too far from here that involves well, the intellect of ours, the walking brains, and possibly the mind flayers.
4: Mm.
0: You're talking about the crater north from here, right? Yes. Mm. It's right outside the city of Ravenmore. Well, city. Village is more like it. Um, mm. A mind flayer base. And these things suck brains. Do you think the people in Ravenmore are in danger? They're either in danger
2: or they're all mind flayers.
0: Fuck. Well. I would say maybe that's your best bet. Is to head there.
1: That's terrifying. I mean imagine walking into a fucking city full of octopus people.
2: (laughs) Well certainly they're trying to hide so they would probably play it off as that they're normal people.
1: I mean, yeah, but, like, what if we go in, we get, a, we get a, a, a room for the night, and then all of a sudden, you know, as we're there, they, you know, come in and try to eat our brains in the middle of the night. I mean... Yeah, that's true. That's a terrifying thought. Like, what if, what if that's, like, how they... Op- what's that, that's how they,
4: like, go about making new people, and, or new octopus men and shit. I would like to avoid becoming... Food. I mean, I'm too pretty for tentacles now. Well,
2: man, uh, I wouldn't suggest sending people to the creator. They are extremely aggressive life forms. there outside of the intellect of ours.
4: You're a big old fucking snake. <laughs> a snake. Yeah,
1: lived in the water. You fucking almost ate me twice.
4: Hmm.
1: Interesting. And you found this in the crater? Uh, uh, I mean, technically, like, there was, like, a hole that the crater made, and it went underground for hmm. a bit. Into the underdark. I mean, yeah, there were mushrooms and shit, and it, it was under, and it was dark, I mean, that's for sure.
0: Hmm. I see. Kind of stroking his beard. You may have ran into yeah. You ran into an underdark eel, very aggressive predator down there.
1: Yeah, you don't want to get eaten by those things. Have you been to the underdark before? Like, you kind of seem like you know a good bit about it.
0: Oh, me and Lord Dallas used to go on journeys together uh, back in the day to do some uh, investigating and uh, trying to Uh, acquire knowledge. uh,
1: About what? What were you we, we investigating down there? Sorry, it's awfully curious. If, Because, I mean, this might be prevalent to... Uh, depending on when the last time you went investigated was, could be like, important. Like, it could give us a time frame for when these creatures came, In like...
0: Hmm. Well, about half a mile outside of town, there's an entrance... There's a, ca- a cavern entrance that leads deep into the Underdark. Um... And it's, after a long winding tunnel, maybe you go deep, deep, deep down in there. We were following a lead for an investigation we were doing. This investigation... How long ago? Oh, this was five years ago. And we were looking into something. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with how the hierarchy of the kingdom works. Um, but there are four noble houses and one king. Well, we were investigating one of the other noble houses. House Avarax. We had believed that they were involved in racketeering, illegal shipping operations, illegal drug distribution, but we were never able to find any proof that this was true. But yes, sir, uh, one of our investigations led us deep into the Underdark, into a Potential base there, but when we showed up, it was empty.
1: And y'all didn't see none of the crawling brains or anything like that?
0: No. No crawling brains.
1: Alright, so this problem begins within the last five years. Probably. Maybe. Or it
0: could be that these mind flares have laid dormant for a long time.
1: Who knows what they truly want? That's a scary thought. Like they, you think they hibernate like bears? I don't know, but if
0: you find one, if you could bring it to me so we could study it. I know we could get more information.
1: I, you, you want it dead, right? Like you, you ain't gonna yes. be one of them like crazy that, mad scientist you. doctors. No. Alright, no. I was I was gonna say like I that sounds terrifying to try to do. Uh, anyone else got any questions for him? I think I'm all questioned out.
4: No questions for me. I just want to capture one of these things. That's... See, Lloyd, you, you're the mad scientist who will, like... bring that shit back and try to bring it back alive...
1: You are a scary man. I hope you know that.
2: I'm not particularly
4: uh, adept with magic, so: It would be impossible for me to do something like that. You, you terrify me the way you speak sometimes. I just I
1: I mean that in like the best way possible, like you are a
4: scary, scary fighter man. I mean, it's really all I know how to do. Is is fight and kill goblins? Not just goblins, pretty much anything. You know what? Fair enough. Well, uh, an aneurysm. You all right? Uh, nope, I, I just I just grunted. It was like,
1: you know, just a noise I make sometimes. Kind of like it's kind of, you know, the, the half bull part. Sometimes it just kind of comes out and makes noises.
4: <clears throat> well.
3: That guy sent you a message, my brother. Uh, absolutely. On Discord. I just didn't want to interrupt.
0: Okay, you're fine. We got you. <laughs>
1: Uh, well, I mean, if, if if that's it, then I mean,
4: we we got a we got a date with old uh, old Callum boy. So uh, if if nobody else got none, I, I think we uh if we go we go try to talk with him. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Alright,
0: so you guys are going to head towards the city gate. Um, it is now nighttime, uh, as your day has been full of investigating, trying to gather information with what's truly going on here. Um, and you all are headed towards uh, the main city gate, where Callum Vinstrom uh, is supposed to be meeting you here shortly. <laughs>
4: I don't,
0: know. I don't know. You see that Callum turns, notices you guys, and approaches. Mm. Well, sorry I had to meet you guys like this this late. Um, so tell me, what'd you find?
1: Uh. uh we we found what we told you about earlier and that's that's about it
4: okay
0: um look i appreciate you guys turning in greg it means a lot i don't know where you guys are headed next or whatever the investigation on my father's murder is going to take you um but i just wanted to thank you guys and uh here take this and um He's going to pull out a bag, and as he opens it up, um, he's going to extend the bag over to you guys. Take it. This is a bag of holding. I've uh, left three gifts in here for you. For you to uh, depart on on your journey. I don't know where uh, this place is going to take you next, but you know what?
1: Good luck. Ooh, shiny. Coach is going to open the bag and stick his hand inside it. Oh, God! Oh, he's a mimic! He's a mimic! I'm just (laughs) fucking with you. I'm just joking. um, It's it's just a regular old bag of holding. All right.
0: Before we finish for tonight, is there anything you guys want to ask Callum uh, before we end for tonight's session?
1: I'm good. One, two, three. Uh, uh, Didn't he... Wasn't he supposed to tell us what the blue flame was? Ah, yes, that's right. One
0: moment. <clears throat> blue flame. Um. So my dad and uh, it's all. Some time ago, we're lurking into a. Uh, a crime organization called the Blue Shades. They, um, we suspect that it's run by the Arvarax family, but we could never really get any solid proof. Um, that's all I really know. My dad didn't share much with me. I kind of just stayed local and tried to focus on protecting the town while he handled, you know, business for the country. But I don't know if that information is going to serve you guys any well on your travels, but I wish you the best of luck. That's all for this episode of Tales of Lotrienth. You can check us live every Friday at 8.30pm for D&D-related content at twitch.tv slash 20 and you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the forged 20 Podcast. If you could give us a like and some love, we would greatly appreciate it. Also, feel free to become a patron to our Patreon, where we offer different benefits for different tiers. If you guys go ahead and check that out, that'll be in the description below, and we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Tales of Lodrianth.